Welcome to the Doze Cast, the official podcast of the Doze Point. To learn more, visit at the Doze Point on Instagram. And now, let the show begin. Welcome back to The Deuce Cast, presented by The Deuce Plan. My name is Rain, and today I'm joined by the wonderful Ali. Hi guys, I'm Ali. Um, today, the four countries that we are going to be looking at are... Albania's Duye from Familia Kermendi. Israel's Unicorn by Noah Carell. Latvia's Aya by Sudden Lights. And Slovenia's Carpe Diem by Joker Out. If you're interested in seeing some more amazing Eurovision content, head on over to at the Deuce Point on Instagram. You'll find some amazing news articles and a lot of fun content. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. So that was a clip from Albania's uh, Familia Kamende, uh, Duye. And uh, Ali, do you want to start off with some thoughts on the song? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to come right off the bat and say, uh, yeah, this is um, my 35th. Um, it's really not a bad song. I like... Uh, that it's kind of cultural, that it centers on family. I think we see a lot in these um, Balkan countries, uh, especially recently. Uh, there's like a family vibe, and um, I think that's really wholesome. I think it's something that is different than a lot of the um, crazy pop songs and some you know, overly uh, sensual performances. So I think it's a nice, um, it's a nice you know 180 from what people usually think Eurovision's about. Um, the song itself uh, is really not doing anything for me. Um, vocally, there are some moments that, yeah, I'm just kind of bored. And really, when you have so many performers, I know they're all from the same family, but they're all so different with their vocal skill and their age and, just how they present themselves on the stage. But I think it, that can cause some trouble for um, a song like this where you really can't hide underneath some instrumentation because there's not really a lot going on instrument-wise throughout most of the song. Um, I think if they can 
execute um, like a really good staging, I think it will um, it will win some points with me. Um, yeah, but overall, it's just you know, it, it's fine. I mean, you know, my family could never so. I'm I'm happy for them. Um, I hope they have a great time, you know, performing and um, getting to experience Eurovision together as a family. I think that's something that's uh, really special. And um, yeah, that's all I that's all I have to say. So yeah, I definitely agree on like the diversification of the theme. Like you mentioned, um, it kind of does like a one eighty of what Eurovision usually sends. Um, I think that I mean, uh, not Eurovision, like Albania. Generally, what uh, what they send, like, um, we haven't really seen a lot of like family entries in a while, and I think the topic does go a little bit deeper than just family. Um, but I think that's actually what the staging expert for Albania, Sasha John Baptista, is planning to just do, either to make the lyrics a little bit more easy and accessible for everyone who doesn't speak Albanian, because um. The lyrics are something that really only people who can speak Albanian can kind of understand and relate to the actual theme because it's a little bit understand it's a little bit difficult to understand the context if you're like if we're not native Albanian speakers. Um but yeah, so I think that the staging will really be elevated by um Sasha Janja Baptiste. I know that she's also doing the staging for Switzerland this year and has had a pretty good track record of qualifications and final performances. Uh, uh, she did Fuego for Cyprus in 2018, uh, mm. Jean Tears 2021. So, it has like a really good legacy of um, of uh, qualification and like really good staging legacy. So, now that I know that she's working with Albania, I feel like this can help improve the pacing and the um, like the staging itself because in Festival de Gangel, uh, I forgot how to say that, um, um the albanian national final um yes um, yeah um the staging was really bad um i'm gonna be completely honest like it was one of the worst stagings i've seen from albania's like yeah. performances like um like ranella hayati uh secret last year um and even like uh angela uh, uh peristeri from 2021 both had great stagings when leaving the albanian national final but this year it just seems super off um personally my favorite wasn't actually duye to come from the final it was evita who did end up winning the overall contest but i think they changed the rules this year so that um it's decided by public vote who goes to eurovision instead of just like an overall like um just overall winner so it um so the winner didn't have to come from um um like the winner of the contest didn't have to also win the public vote and wouldn't be guaranteed a spot in Eurovision this year. So that I found was a little bit disappointing because I feel like Evita was a little bit more potential based. Like I agree with you, uh, Albania is also in my like bottom seven. Um, it's like thirty third for me. So yeah, it's really like, it's kind of boring because I'm not Albanian myself. So I really can't understand the context of the song. And unless, yeah. unless like Sasha Jean-Baptiste is able to um, revamp the staging in a way that it allows for more, like I know like uh, she has like a pattern of using like a lot of red and black, which I do know that our, our Albania's um, 
like traditional colors like red and black it's on the flag um so really like trying to evoke those like um what out makes Albania such a strong contender at Eurovision then they can really help to make the song thrive but right now it's just like really like kind of I wouldn't say it's boring but it's like a little bit just like too complicated the staging is a mess like you have like um there was one point in the song and I was like during the live performance where like the brother comes up on stage and then like um <laughs> he stands like right behind Albina and then yes like, and then, like, he stands right behind, and then he puts, like, uh, his shoulder on um, on Albina, and then, like, the two sisters just come on the sides, and then they're just, like, they just have, like, their mouths wide open, and I'm just yeah. sitting there, I'm like, what is going on in Albania right now? Yeah, it, um, it certainly was something to watch. I mean, it's, it's almost admirable in a sense that I can't, sometimes I can't stand being, you know, in the same room as my siblings, let alone have them on stage with me with their hands on me and stuff. Yeah. I would lose my mind. So I'm props, just like, to, yeah, props to them. It's, it's just like, it's kind of funny to look at this. Like, what are they thinking? Like, um, and then like it gets worse. I don't know how it can possibly get worse, but after that sibling debacle, then the parents like join hands. <laughs> I can't with that. I I know we're probably like really making fun of like some serious Albanian topic right now, but like, come on. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. For the record, I am literally the furthest thing from Albanian, from European in general. So I don't, I cannot under. If there is something going on, like, if there's some sort of hidden meaning behind the song, I would like to know before I um, embarrass myself even further. But yeah, that staging was just wild. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I think even the song has a little bit of controversy itself, like with the meaning too. Like, um, people were saying like, it was like about like divorce and like, um, like unhappy life. But in reality, like it wasn't coming from personal experience for the singer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true because, like, I don't. I looked at the lyrics and I don't think it was about divorce because that probably wouldn't make sense in the context of like them all being on stage together. The music video clearly didn't help either. Like, yeah, I was about I was, to say they. I haven't watched the whole music video all the way through. Um, shame on me. But I mean, the parts that I have seen. It's either like reminiscing on like on family events, you know, like like yeah. or like wishing you had this perfect family life, and then it all kind of comes true. But I'm just I like, do you want the perfect family life? Do you not want the perfect family life? You gotta tell us, like, like yeah. we can't just like be sitting there the entire like performance, like the uh, yeah. So I feel like um that's kind of all I have to say about the song too. But like in terms of like qualification, like. It, it is performing pretty close to the end, which I know does benefit some songs, but they are currently 13th in the odds and last in the overall odds, 37th in the overall odds. So it's just yeah. not looking good for them. But then again, the odds are just like completely like mess right now. So I wouldn't trust anything, but still, I'm not giving this, like, I, I don't think I would ever put this in qualification. I haven't loved it since like they picked uh the song all the way back in like December, and I'm still not liking it now. So I'm still saying that this is probably going to not qualify. Probably going to end like 14th. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they um, – Albina especially, I think she's a great um, – she's a great vocalist. But, I mean, there's just um, – you know, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Von Trapp family singers from, like, The Sound of Music, in a way. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah, it does kind of. Yeah, I mean, that alone is enough to kind of um, weird me out. But if they had a song that was just really, really good, I, I think I can look past that, but I just... Yeah. I can't. I don't see it qualifying either, honestly. Um, and it's just like, I, why bother bringing out all the family if they're just not going to do anything <laughs> or they're not going to contribute much? Like, you could just easily bring out people that look like your family who are experts. Like, you could just like, yeah, it's like, like, like disguises. Like, 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 you could just bring in like someone to play your brother, someone to play your two sisters, and someone to play your mom yeah. and dad. And people wouldn't really know because, like, the, they're just literally doing nothing on stage and it kind of just takes away from Albina who's pretty good at being a vocalist like the first part is really enticing yeah. but it's kind of lost because the entire family just ruins the entire song yeah and it's kind of like yeah oh I'm going to Eurovision but mom and dad said I have to bring my siblings like I, I get that it's like um, if you have the success you can't have it without your siblings <laughs> it's like that it's like that we, we are in this together it's like that Arthur episode. I don't know if you've seen Arthur. Um, yes. And like, um, his uh, like they're like, oh, you can't board on the spaceship if uh, if DW is not with you. You can't have any success without her. And it's like, yes. Oh my gosh. DW is just there to ruin it all for Arthur. Literally. Um. <laughs> oh man, I haven't thought about Arthur in a while. Um. Yeah. I mean. I feel like since um which semifinal is this in? I semifinal two. Okay. That so, is the easier one. Yeah. Semifinal two, hands down, is you know, the the easier semifinal. I'm not, you know, my heart's not gonna start pumping until kind of the last couple songs. But I feel like there's always this point with the audience, uh, you know, when I'm watching from TV where you're really, really excited the first song. And then the second song, you're still trying to comprehend, like, oh my gosh, I'm here. I just saw a performance at Eurovision, which is why I think songs in the second position don't do good. But then there's a point towards the end of the night where you're just, I can't, like, unless I really love this song, like, I just cannot do this. Like, um, so that might be it for me. I might have to go. Yeah, I also, I also agree. Like, um, I feel like at that point, people are already going to be lost. And then, like, there's, like, so many other songs following it right after. There's, like, um, I think, like, Austria is right before it. Yeah. So, like, people are still going to be talking about Austria. They're going to be like, oh, my God, wow, what a great entry. They're such good writers. I'm going to keep bringing up this <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> like, um, and then, then you have Albania after. They're like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, they go from, like, one really great entry to one really bad entry. And then, like, like they're stuck yeah. between two really good entries, in my opinion, Austria and Lithuania. So I really don't yeah. see any, like, success from from that position either. Even though it has had a pretty high history of qualification, like, uh, pretty like pretty much, like, a 60-70% chance of qualifying, I think this is going to break the streak. Yeah, and, I mean, it's um, it's hard because I really like 
um, I like the idea, sort of, of like br- bringing everyone along for the ride. And, um, you know, I feel like um, a lot of people kind of jump to this thing. was like, oh, I hate this song, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's, um, I mean, at the end of the day, the performers are there. I mean, they're there to compete, but I mean, they're there to have a good time. And I feel like with all, um, especially with this song and a lot of the others that are not really fan favorites, like people are quick to to kind of diss the performers. And I don't think that's that's it. I think they're, um, I think they're going to give a better performance in their national final, honestly. But I mean, just realistically, I don't see it getting very far. <laughs> If that made sense. I don't know if that made yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's going to get too far. But um, I, I will say best of luck to Albania. Best of luck to Familia Kamendi and Albina. Um, yeah, I think that's all we got to say about Albania. Do you have any last thoughts? Yeah, um, no, just um, best of luck to them. I'm excited to see um, the staging. I think it's one of the ones I'm going to be looking out for. Um, but yeah. So now we are moving on to our second country, which is um, Israel's Noah Carell with the song Unicorn. Woo woo! So that was a sample from, uh, Israel's entrance, uh, Noah Carell with the song Unicorn. Um, yeah, so Ali, do you want to share some thoughts on this song? Yeah, um, before I start, I want to say that although this is like in my, not even in my top 20, um, it's growing on me. <laughs> I know, I, know, I, was- I see... It used yeah. to be in like my it used to be in my like thirtieth place, and then now it's like in my nineteenth. So it will keep growing. It's a it's like a growing song for sure. Yeah, um, a lot of people really loved Unicorn right off the bat, and I listened to it um right when it came out, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is good, and I'm like, but it it doesn't make sense like musically. Uh, the lyrics we'll get to in a minute, but like the intro like scares me because it's so loud and uh the orchestral parts kind of they don't mesh well with the um kind of electronic modern pop vibe we have going on um towards the end it starts to get um 
it starts to get a little bit more easier to listen to. But that beginning, I'm just like, why are there strings here? Um, I don't understand. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say. It's a very female empowerment, um, kind of girl boss, uh, pop song. And I think, um, you know, lyrically, it does a good job of kind of getting that across. It is weird, like the whole phenomena, phenomena, phenomena. Uh, that's like, what? <laughs> I get, when I go back and read the lyrics, it makes sense, but I'm listening to it for the first time. And I'm like, what are they saying? Like, it was just, um, it was a shock. Um, uh, live wise I don't know um how she sings live I haven't seen her or heard her perform yet but I don't uh, I don't have very many worries about her voice it's not like an incredibly vocally challenging song which I think is good so she can kind of focus on you know dance there's going to be dance obviously um, she can focus on, you know, really selling the song on the stage instead of trying to hit um, some of those notes like, what is it, uh, 2021 with um, with Eden, she uh, really had to focus. Grade, like the highest known in Europe yes. history. Yes, she really had to stop kind of in the moments before those notes um, to really focus on hitting them, which she did. But um, it kind of took away from the performance aspect of it. Um, but I know with Unicorn, we're going to get some crazy staging. There's probably going to be sparkles, maybe some fire. It's going to be camp. And honestly, it's not a bad idea. I think it matches the kind of chaos of the song very well. But since the song is so kind of all over the place, I feel like it could benefit from something a little bit more simple, not completely stripped down, but something kind of like what, um, like Queen of Kings at, um, in the national final, like with the lights, um, instead of depending more on like an LED screen, I think like a light show would be good with Unicorn because it's not... It's not something super overwhelming and crazy. Um, so I, I think that would go really well, but I don't know. Um, I just, the only main issue I have with this song is just the, like the, you want to see me dance part. It's just, you could, I think you could have fit some, some lyrics into that kind of, into that part there that, you know, maybe were really powerful or really impactful, but I hate to say it, but she's kind of setting herself up for maybe like some weird audience reaction there. Um, like I saw a video about like, you, you want to see me dance? And this guy was like, no, <laughs> I th it's funny, but that one had it, it just doesn't for like that one had me cackling for like two weeks after it's so um it just doesn't I don't know it just is confusing to me um it's a good uh I think it's a high quality 
like Eurovision pop song. It's not completely soulless or anything, but I just can't get behind it. And then that music video, I don't know what was going on. But when she, when they showed that clip of her, like with like the centaur body, like I almost screamed. Like it was, I was like, oh my god! Like, are they gonna bring that up on stage? Like, am I was like, please, imagine please don't. She's like wearing the centaur costume on stage. No, how is she gonna dance in that? It's giving like traumatic flashback vibes. Yeah, I'm thinking like to Princess and the Frog, where um she's at the costume party and the two bankers are like in the horse costume like oh my gosh like like the two the two person uh pantomime like like horse suit I was thinking about that yesterday like what if they did something like that on the stage and honestly I wouldn't put it past Israel to do something like that I, they they, they have, have like kind massive of a, budget too yeah then they have a track record of kind of these really kind of led screen you know, visual dependent performances, like, you know, set me free. Like it was just, it was everywhere. And like, it was so much to look at. And I think if Unicorn can do something a little bit more simple, then I feel like it will make a really good performance. Yeah, I just feel like they're not gonna do anything simple. No, that's what hurts. <laughs> like, I really don't have anything to say on this one. Like, it's like, what I'm like, it's just like the definition of my exact middle. Like, it's yes. like 19th. 19th. Like, it's literally in the middle. Like, it's not wonderful, but it's not horrible at the same time. It's just, it's good. It's just, yeah. So, like, the country has, like, massive, massive, massive uh, budget. So, I would not be surprised if they just like pull out like a, like a giant unicorn costume on stage i would be like roaring laughing I'd be they're like, gonna they're gonna find a real unicorn somehow and put it on there yeah le- leave it to them to do leave it to like the, uh i don't i don't know who's responsible for the staging but leave it to them to just like come up with like the wildest like possible like staging ever yeah and then they'll, they'll just be like, oh, it's traditional pop vibes. And then, like, meanwhile, on stage, they have Noah dancing in, like, in, like a giant centaur costume. Oh, no. But, like, um, from the stage aside, because we really don't have too much information on it, um, this song yeah. was built for a live performance, though. So, hopefully, like, um, uh, hopefully it's good. Like, I agree. Like, there is, like, um, it's, like, not it's like a little bit confusing because it kind of sounds like a mashup of three different songs rather than just one cohesive song like yeah um i liked how they had a, like i like how it's bilingual with like lyrics in uh in hebrew as well um i think that's good because like um we haven't seen like um i like how they're just like each year they just add like english and then like a little bit of one language like they yes. had a little bit of hebrew in 2022 then 2021 uh 2021 i don't think they had anything but 2020 like Fekerebi um, was like uh, Ethiopian. I think they had some in 2020, 2021. Yeah, so they just um, like sprinkle a little bit of another language. Yeah. There. And then, yeah. Um, usually they have a pretty good track record. I was really upset that Michael Ben David didn't qualify in 2020. Oh my I gosh, don't song. even get me started. That's what I think Michael Ben David and Noah have very similar songs, like with that kind of cultural like breakdown in the middle with like a dance break which in 2022 was my favorite thing ever so um 
I'm excited. <laughs> Honestly, I really think that um Michael Ben David and Andrew Masha should have qualified over Nadir and Jeremy Makisi. Hot take. I do have but... to agree with Jeremy. I I liked Nadir. I really did. Nadir, yeah, but in today's <sighs> voting system, no, because he would finish yeah. last. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel bad getting like zero points, but like that's kind of unfair to like everyone else because like he just got so many jury points, but like got zero televote points and still qualified. Yeah. yeah, he's a really good Azerbaijan last year is a really good example of what a vocal really talent. good staging. Oh like, yeah, like yeah, good vocals and a good staging can do. I, I was surprised nobody gave it at least one point. I feel like if like if like another country like Bosnia or maybe like I don't know if Turkey would have given Azerbaijan points, but like Bosnia, Turkey, Hungary, maybe. Yeah. Generally, like I know this is a trend, but a lot of like conservative uh countries do give Azerbaijan a lot of points. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, see so, uh we're back on a tangent about yes. Azerbaijan, but like um yeah, I feel like um the song itself is pretty good, but I feel like at one point it kind of turns to Blackpink, and I was just like really tired one day listening to the song, and I was like, oh, is this Blackpink? And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh no, it's Noah Carell. Yeah. Because um, like, like it was kind of like indistinguishable. Yeah, sometimes I'm listening to music like when I'm about to go to sleep, and I'm in that state of like, like I'm awake, but I'm like not processing anything. And I can yeah. see, I can see where like the lines start to get blurred. <laughs> yeah, like it's a good song, but I just feel like um they tried to take every single pop stereotype and like cram it into one song. Yeah, and, and then put put a little culture in it and say say it's an ethnic pop or something like that. It's really not. I wouldn't say it's an yeah. ethnic pop anymore. Like an ethnic pop would be something like Moldova. Moldova yes. would be Moldova just in any year, really. And like you can even look at it like in terms of like budgets. Like uh Israel has like one of the largest staging budgets in like in all of like ESC. Um and they still can't qualify. Meanwhile, like Moldova has like basically the lowest budget out of any country, but yet year yeah. after year qualify all like all the time and not just qualify, do amazing with their televote. So yeah, I would like like they finished like second in the telephone in two thousand twenty two. So yeah, so it really just depends. Like budget doesn't determine success at this point. So we really just have to see staging, and we have to determine whether or not that's going to be the determinant factor. Um, yeah, it's like I can't really say too much on this song because like I just don't really like it or hate it at the same yeah. time. It's just there. Like um, uh, she's also performing very close to Sweden, so I'd watch her. Yes. Like I would, um, like, I see so many comments on TikTok. They're like, "Oh, vote for Noah Carell. Noah Carell is going to destroy Lorene in Eurovision." I'm like, be "Yeah, fine, and I, please." And I see me. those those TikToks where it's like potential winners of Eurovision, and it's like Lorene and Karia and all of them, and then it's like Noah, and I'm like, "What?" Like, I don't, like I, it's, the song can finish I, in top ten for sure, and I I think it will come top three. Uh, honestly, a hot take, but I don't think Norway's gonna come in the top three for a semifinal one. Yeah, I don't either. I, I like, think it's it's yeah. starting to grow off. It's because and the music video really hurt like Alessandra's chances too, because like people hated that music video. I didn't like it because it really like I was expecting like a Viking or like a Nordic theme or something. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know that wouldn't be like very like yeah but like we didn't expect like a technology themed video for Queen of Kings I don't think anyone expected that no and you know I hate kind of when um a Eurovision uh, song they will take like the music video and put that like on stage but I feel like honestly with Unicorn like with the whole upside down kind of thing I think that would be something really um interesting to see I mean we haven't seen well we had Russia in 2016 kind of do something with like the play on perspective like that but I think that's something that I think um Israel could pull off really well with the budget and something that I'd love to see personally yeah honestly I just really don't have much things to say about like um about uh Noah Crow this year I mean like I yeah. know she's going to do really well and like I feel like I'm kind of underrating the song like um I'm putting it at 19th but currently in that giant Eurovision poll with like a million people that have like looked at it uh yeah. she's in like second people have been saying like that's just like a like a few like people that like it doesn't really represent the actual likeness of the song but still yeah. like it's clear that she is popular and this will probably lead to an increased amount of votes especially from like uh from like uh from like a lot of nearby countries uh especially from like a lot of like pop uh pop fans so yeah i do think yeah that this will for sure qualify like there's yeah, no she... this won't qualifying yeah, she's got like the look. She's very beautiful. She's got yeah the energy of a pop star. Unless she's they pull in Albania, like unless yeah. they pull in Albania two thousand and twenty two, and then they just completely ruin the staging. So you've taken this really great song and they've just ruined it by giving awful staging, yeah. and then it doesn't qualify. Even though Albania yeah. would have qualified this year because of the televote. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't think there's a possible world where this doesn't qualify. It's like at 95% right now. So it's pretty much just like yeah determining the final at this point. So I think like a top 10 finish is pretty likely. I'm not 100% sure where, but I think a top yeah. 10 finish is pretty likely. I think like maybe bottom half in the in the jury, but will be pretty much given like majority of the points through the televote. Yeah, it's a song... And, um, you know, an artist that really appeals to kind of the casual uh, viewers who don't, you know, sit here and analyze this stuff all day, every day like we do, um, which is not a bad thing. I think it's a smart move. Um, Israel's done really well with songs like that. So I'm I'm excited to see where this where this ends up. Yeah, so um, with that, best of luck. Um uh to Noah Carell and um Ali do you have any uh last thoughts on the song no um all right good so uh it's time to move on to our third country Latvia with uh sudden lights
So that was a sample from uh, Aya by uh, Seven Lights, Latvia's entrant into uh, Eurovision 2023. And um, Ali, what are your thoughts on Latvia? Oh my goodness. I love, love, love this song. Um, I mean, I liked Latvia last year. I'm a little bit of a sucker for Eat Your Salad. Um, and I did cry when it didn't qualify. I, I have evidence. But this is, you know, this is so good. It's artistic. It's deep. Um, it's got lyrics that aren't in English, which is a plus uh, for me. This is a really great band. I think they mesh well together. The singer has a great voice, um, like we saw in the national final. Um, uh, the, the staging for the national final was... Um, it reminded me so much of um, Black Smoke, you know, Germany, 2015, with those light things. So I really hope they do something else on the stage, which I feel like they can. Um, I mean, the music video was so abstract um, and it fit the song really well. So I feel like they can do something like that on the stage and have it be well-received. Um, I just love, um, you know, it switches uh, like time signatures uh, for this, this really interesting kind of beat. Um, and it just, it builds up, it builds up, and then it just dissolves at the end, which I think is very, very beautiful. It's a type of rock uh, we haven't seen in Eurovision before, I don't think. Um, yeah, so know, it's a pretty mass- new form yeah. of like indie rock. Yeah, it's massive. I think it's massively underrated. I, I did I say this was my fourth place? I don't know if I did, but it is. Um, you know, I feel like they the, the song's good, vocals good, their stage presence is good. So, like I say with every other you know song, it's really just down to how this plays out on the stage. But I am hopeful and I am ready. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are going to get mad that I'm, like, literally, like, the furthest distance from you on this song. Like, you have it in fourth, <laughs> I have it in 29th. Hey, that's all, you know, it's... And I love it. I'm not one, I'm not one to be mad about, about people. But I opinions. love, like, I, I love, I love Aya. It's, like, a really beautiful song. It's just, once again, I have no, like, I have no sense of organization with these rankings. I'm just like, okay... You have like I have like three songs that I don't like. Everyone else, you're just sharing first place, like. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love uh the beauty of like the words in I as well. Like um, it's a lullaby as well. So it's like um, it's like it's like singing you like a lullaby, and it's like soft and like it's something that's like it's a rock, but it's something that's also pleasant to the okay. Did I just like call out the rock genre like that? I, I, I'm sorry rock fans I love rock it's just like it hurts my ears because it's like really loud too um but like that's what I really like about like sudden lights like they were able to take rock but make it something that's a little bit more like um softer and more like calming I guess 
um but yeah. like I like I like how like of like the obscurity of the notes of like that they're playing it's like it's like it's like the it's like this like uh I don't know what point in the song but it's like it's like da and then it's like and it's like it's like it hits like this weird like up down up part like really quickly with the guitar and it's like yeah it's like it's set in a really interesting key which I think adds to the kind of mystery of I'm a band kid so obviously yeah (laughs) I I quit band for like uh, after like one month so I have like no musical knowledge (laughs) on this um it's been seven years and I'm still trapped (laughs) in band I I I don't think our school even has a band anymore. Um, oh gosh! Yeah. Um. I also really love Sunday Night's music video. I don't know why. It's just yes. Like, like it's, it's so like weirdly fascinating. I'm just like I'm hooked on the song just from watching the music video. Like I don't understand what they're talking about. Like there's like this like point where like everyone's like shaking in the in the room and then like the, yeah ends- jumping up and down. And then there's like this point where like this person is just like moving his hand around and then you like it's like it's just like it's like giving a high five to everyone and then zooms out and they're all like in this like weirdly shaped circle and they're just like they're just like mindlessly like giving yeah. each other like a high five. I'm like okay. Yeah. Somebody um, on YouTube said like um you know this music video shows all the stages of not paying attention to the the flashing lights warning like that Eurovision does. So it's like like seizures and you know touching people like yeah I think they have funny. to I think they have to include the, like the the like the warning for those with epilepsy right before the yeah um, I think it is required to do that though so because um I do believe this song is like one of the only ones that has like a rapid like pyrotechnic not pyrotechnic like a, like um like effects that like that are like bursting right at the screen so like um yeah, yeah. um I feel like with that little acoustic part like in the bridge where everyone's clapping is like please don't make me wake i would love to see the like some lights flash to that also oh my their gosh. band is literally called sudden lights i just realized i know sudden lights. Oh my oh my God. God. it has to happen it's just it has to if it doesn't i might commit a felony who knows I'm not witness to that last statement, but yeah, I would be really <laughs> upset if this doesn't qualify. Like honestly, it's between like I don't want Croatia to qualify at this point. I like I like Croatia, but like it's really between Latvia, Switzerland, and Netherlands for those last two places. Yeah, and Latvia and, and Switzerland uh, are your like are 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 in your top five. So I know like uh, so you'd be really happy to see them both qualify, right? Like um, yes. And then, do you like the Netherlands? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty, in, it's in the middle for me, but I don't love it nearly as much as Switzerland or Latvia. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't be mad. Actually, I think I'd be devastated, but, you know, we'll, we'll see when we get there. Honestly, I feel like there's, like, three countries that I just don't think, like, honestly, there's two countries, or even there's, there's three countries in semifinal one that I'm just like, okay, zero chance of qualifying at this point. Malta, Azerbaijan, Ireland everyone else has some kind of chance of qualifying yeah honestly i feel like mainstream like with the mainstream viewers um malta i feel like malta could potentially slide through just because you know um too many people will be reminded of like epic sax guy and then they're like (laughs) i know it's like make it stop 
Yeah. So, I'm, no, I actually loved Epic Sax though, and because I yeah. started watching Year Vision like one before one year before you did in 2017. Um, and I then cannot, I was like, "Whoa, this is your vision!" Like, I, I could not retain any information from back then, but like, um, um, <laughs> yeah, like the first entry I saw was like Epic Sax guy. Like, um, I, I know that's not even the name of the song. It was like, it's yeah. I think it was "Hey Mama" by Sunstroke. R- right well. Runaway was the was like the song that Epic Sex Guy thing came from, but oh. yeah, yeah, Hey Mama was was twenty seventeen. I think he was actually in both because like he was like he, he was like, yeah started in the band and then he um but I think like the meme came from Hey Mama but like people started to fall in love. Oh with- yeah, the meme came from from Runaway in twenty ten. Oh, because Hey Mama they had the like they had like the black tuxes and the girls just as the brides. I don't know why I remember that, but <laughs> yeah, I I I can't remember anything before 2012. So I'm just like I'm trusting you on this because I, um, I'm probably not gonna remember because I have really bad memory. So, I um, but yeah. So, where where were we even talking about? With oh yeah, we're we're still we still need to talk about Latvia. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like Latvia has a decent chance of qualifying. Like uh, right now I think it's at about like sixty percent chance of qualifying. Like yeah, um, I think that like when looking at the qualifiers for semifinal one and also the position, I was so upset with the position. Like they robbed Latvia once in two thousand twenty two. Like I feel bad for Latvia. Yes. Like, was, like, honestly, I think they should have qualified from like two thousand nineteen, two thousand eighteen, two thousand seventeen, two thousand sixteen. Were not great yeah. for Latvia. Two thousand twenty. I, have... I absolutely oh. love Latvia song two thousand twenty, like amazing. Yes. Uh, 2021 also amazing 2022 honestly i think from 2020 to 2023 i think they should all qualify like they should have all qualified. yeah i'll have to show you the video but i always record myself when i watch like the qualifiers and then like the final voting and i swear when they said that latvia when they called um the netherlands instead of latvia i literally stood up and i like i left out of the room i called my my friend at the time who was watching and we just started screaming on the phone we were like oh my god i can't believe this like it was crazy <laughs> yeah I think i'm hurt switzerland didn't qualify uh, switzerland qualified over latvia now but this year we want both to qualify but last year i think we would have much preferred latvia going over switzerland like i liked yes there i love don't boys don't cry but I loved Eat Your Salad so much. Like, it was such a good I song. I know, it was so I felt fun. so bad because Giannis was, like, crying right after, and I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Like, I love them. I really... Yeah. I love like, all their music. Honestly, Latvia sends so many iconic participants, and I think that's just, like, a trend of, like, just being, like, a good, wholesome country to, like, send participants from. Like, they have, like, a lot of really good artists. Yeah. I think one of my favorites is, like, before I even started watching Eurovision, um uh 2015 uh aminata love injected yes oh my gosh icon icon yeah so honestly that's really all i have to say for latvia great vocals great song honestly i think it was just like the diamond in the rough which is like the rough was supernova this year yeah like uh um like latvia's like final last year was like honestly like it was between um it was between uh, Citizeni and Aminata uh, and those two songs were both really great in 2022 
So honestly, I was not upset to see either one of them go. But 2023, it was between... Honestly, I don't even know who it was between. Like, I think it was between, like, uh, Sun and Lights and, like, Patricia for Hush, I think. Yeah, I think so. And that wasn't even that good of a song. Like, that, if if Hush qualified instead of Sun and Light, I'd be saying, okay, Latvia is a for sure non-qualifier. Yeah, I just, something, Latvia is not afraid to send something, like, different. And it's not like they're sending something different but it's the same kind of different every year. Like they're bringing yeah, so something. Yeah, they go from like uh, like a super yeah. powerful female empowerment song in 2021 to like um, a song about veganism and like protecting the <laughs> environment, but like super catchy at the same time in 2022. And then now they sound like this sleepy lullaby song that's also really like, really like beautiful at the same time. Yes. And I that love that not... it's not, yeah, they don't mess. I love that Aya is not a ballad. I love that it still has those rock elements. Um, unlike you, I love me some rock. Um, I love rock. It's just like, depending on what loud. kind of... <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love the two rock songs of today's... Like, I like Latvia and Slovenia, but like, if you ask me the same thing about like, the same type of metal in like Australia, like, I even like Australia yeah. too, but I just don't like like death metal rock or like, I don't even... Yeah. And I'm not good with those types of genres. You were saying that oh, it's so loud, it hurts my ears, and I'm like, I was I was about to say something, but then um, I was thinking I saw a uh, Monoskin live in December, and it took my mom like three days to get all her hearing back. Oh my god, it was okay. So, unpopular it was opinion. So loud. And I know you love Monoskin, and please don't be mad at me for this. I'm but not. I don't- Look. I don't yeah. love I don't love that song from Monoskin. I don't yeah. yeah. It's not that's what that's kind of what took me off of rock and Eurovision. Like I love like I, I, I love a lot of like their more like um like uh, like their less rock songs and I think they're an amazing band. But I just didn't like that song. Like my favorite of the year was obviously like Voila, Brava Brava Pravi and like Victoria yeah. is getting old. So yeah, I was like on the opposite side of a lot of people but yeah like I feel like rock is really underrated at Eurovision so I I'm really glad that like Latvia has decided to bring it back this year um and I think they've done an excellent job they've created like a really unique fan favorite too like a lot of people really want to see this do well and I think it will do well um because it's a televote only I feel like it will get a lot of televote points it may really struggle with the jury but that's a final problem yeah first hurdle is to just get into the final and then I think that then we can just see how the jury will react yeah I'm gonna do um I think I can only vote I think we can only vote in the final but you know if Actually, I have I to we can vote in both uh we can vote in everything really um like uh Canada, US, uh, all the other non-European countries, um, and like basically like the rest of the world, um, they will be able to vote in each semifinal and the final. Oh Lord! So I'm I'm splitting between Slovenia and Latvia, I think. But it's uh, hey, it's a good thing that they're in different semis, right? Like um, yeah, they'll be able to give like some points to Latvia, some points to Slovenia, and then you can split between like Switzerland and Latvia in semifinal one. Yeah. 
honestly I love like artists like like Lorraine is my absolute favorite and Austria is my favorite so like Sweden and Austria are my favorite but I already know that they're gonna get so many votes already so I really don't need to vote for them in the semi yeah because I know that they're already gonna automatically qualify basically so I think it's now better to just like support artists that I'm more unsure will qualify like Portugal Switzerland Latvia Netherlands and like um like Lithuania Iceland like all yeah. those countries are a little bit more unsure of whether or not they're going to qualify so I think I'd rather just like vote for them because I already know that like my favorites are going to qualify already so I might as well just like use my votes on countries that are not certain to give them more yeah. chance. I know I'm not like I, I, I'm acting like I'm super superior and like I have like the power to know, yeah. qualify but like any vote kind of counts at this point yeah two non-Europeans explain Eurovision you know <laughs> yeah that's the podcast day. I'm excited. I mean, I never thought that I would be able to vote in Eurovision before I could vote in my actual U.S. elections. So this I know, is right? insane. Like, like, well, I actually did do the voting. For, uh, I did the voting for junior Eurovision in 2022. And that was like such a good feeling. Like I, I was finally able to vote for the first time in um, uh, junior Eurovision last year. Um, and then I was like, oh, my God, is this what it's going to feel like in May? Yeah, I'm just... I'm just gonna be like, oh, like, and, and then... I um, oh my god, that was a really good like, that was a really good like opera note. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I practice. I I use that sound effect a lot in real life. So, <laughs> all right, back to Latvia. I feel like okay. I'm soon yeah, I think Latvia. yeah. Um, I think what I'm trying to say is that televotes like in that semifinal are going to matter so much. So if you want Latvia through, you really have to vote because, you know, Finland's in there, Sweden's in there, you know, Austria's in there, I think. Uh, Austria's second semifinal. Okay. But yeah, I, you at have this like point, Sweden, yeah. Finland, Norway, Czechia, Israel, Portugal, Moldova, Serbia. Yes. Like, this, is like a public so, this is like a public service announcement, like go vote for Latvia. Please. And if they don't qualify, I will find you um but yeah it's a great song it deserves to qualify the band they seem like they're having a really good time you know touring around um I saw that they've been you know with BBC radio a little bit and I hear that they're working I saw this morning that they're working on a new song so I'm excited yeah I, I, I think they're really like I think they're a really great band and I do really hope they do like they really do get to the go to the finals that way we get a little bit more diversification like I feel like when people say they want like diverse entries I feel like Latvia is what like we should be talking about more than like Croatia because like Croatia I can't understand and I don't know what kind of genre that is but like Latvia is like a really pure like indie rock song and I think it's a really good diverse entry to have in the final yes all right so yeah uh best of luck to sunlights and best of luck to latvia ali do you have any last thoughts to share about latvia um not really just sudden lights i love you so yeah. i'm voting we love you, sudden I'm... lights yeah. Yeah. if they, i hope i hope they do get a chance to listen to this because we do we do love you sudden lights yeah we do um so now it's time to move on to our last country slovenia yeah Let's
So that was a sample of uh, Joker Out um, uh, um, song Carpe Diem, and that is Slovenia's entry into the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. And I've never been more sad to stop a song. I kind of wanted to play the entire thing from the beginning. <laughs> So Ali, um, being the um, being that I know you love Slovenia, uh, do you want to share some thoughts? Oh yes, just I remember the day exactly because I had just seen Modeskin the night before. I'm in the hotel, and I opened Instagram, and they, you know, revealed Joker out was representing Slovenia, and I'm like, I've never heard of these guys before in my life. And normally when, um, you know, an artist is picked, I don't really go and listen to their other music. But this time I did because the picture that they used was very convincing. So I did and I am like, wow. So, I, I mean, I became a really, I'm a, I am currently, but I'm a big fan of theirs. I became a big fan of theirs before Carpe Diem came out. Um, and then... It came out and it was just everything I could have asked for. It's catchy. It's youthful. The lyrics are wonderful. The music video is so good. It kind of gives me like Grand Budapest Hotel vibes, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, it's just, it's so catchy. It's so upbeat. Um, and again, it's rock, but it's not... It's very similar to Slovenia last year with uh, disco, but it's something about it just makes it so it's unique. Kinda like and if, some... like, it's kind of like if like LPS came back in like five years <laughs> and like, um, oh my, yeah. like I, I like to think of like this like storyline. It's like um, so like they came back from like Eurovision and then they started to like um, rebrand and then they turned into Joker out and the Joker out came oh. to Eurovision with Carpe Diem and then everyone. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh my god, it's LPS! Yeah. But I, Slovenia came back to avenge LPS, I they think. They didn't deserve last place last year. That was They not did not. Fair. They, they deserved to qualify, in my opinion. And, you know, ever since then, I feel like, you know, in between last year's contest and then uh, the release of Carpe Diem, I feel like everyone was like, you know what, we can't trust Slovenia anymore. Um, but then Carpe Diem came out and it's just like, wow, like I'm obsessed. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that I listen to it like at least five times a day. It's so good. It's, it's so radio friendly. It appeals to, you know, us, you know, Eurovision people who hear a million Eurovision songs every day. And it appeals to the, the casual viewers. Um, it's something that can work well on a stage. Uh, it's the songs made for a live performance, like we said about Unicorn. And um, I mean, the guys just have such a good energy. I watch their little um, weekly, you know, trip to Eurovision blogs, and they're just having the best time. I wish I had that much fun in my life. And they seem super sweet, and they're really enjoying like the Eurovision uh journey which I feel like some artists can kind of take for granted but it's refreshing to see you know just 
just guys being dudes, you know? <laughs> they seem wonderful. Yeah. Joker out. Um, you have your biggest fan over here. If you're listening, oh! you have your biggest fan over here. Yeah. If you have like anyone who's like loves the song, you're like the first person I think of. And like if they're ever doing like a fan meet and greet, I'm like, okay, like make sure to talk to Ali first. Like, oh my God. Like, um, yeah. I know um I um like how much the song is loved. And honestly, I think it's loved for a great reason. It's amazing. Yeah, oh my god. Like yesterday I was looking at like that BBC article. Oh Where's no, I saw that this morning. And I was like so mad. I was like, how dare you put Slovenia in bottom yeah. five? Like, are you are are y'all like yeah. are y'all okay? Like I I can't believe like anyone would ever like 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 discount Slovenia like that. Like honestly, Ljubljana, Ljubljana 2024. Honestly. Oh yeah. my gosh. Let, let's yes, go. Like that... Ljubljana 2024. I'm getting that tattooed on my face. But uh, they they handled that article really well. I saw they, they handled it with class. Um, like they're like on Twitter. Oh, they were like great we host here. They were like we made it to the the BBC sign. And I was like, you know what? I would never. I, I could never handle it was such grace <laughs> i know and they're just like so fun loving like honestly their entire song is like carpe diem seize the day like um live your life to the potential of what you want it to be like live your life according to your own rules and yes. i think that's just such a beautiful and unheard message just like taking every day for what every day is worth and living out a human experience living out the best version of yourself just enjoying what every day has to offer I think that's just such a sweet and heartfelt message I think everyone I don't think there's a single person I've talked to that doesn't like Joker out like if they do I'm like immediately cutting off contact we're not friends anymore yeah I can't trust you if you don't like the song like honestly like to each their own opinion but like come on like you can't not like Slovenia like they, I know. They're, they're just such a wholesome and genuine group of like a group of guys and it's just like oh my god like you you fall in love with them like with their like with their like charisma with their like with their stage presence like uh it helps that they're so hot oh my god I was waiting for you to say this before I jumped in and said it oh! like, no. <laughs> yeah like when they when they started like giving like like when when uh I think uh I don't know if it was Boyan or um or one of the other I don't know everyone's names yet I'm sorry I will learn y'all's names um um but one of the members was giving like winks to like the audience and I know everyone was like drilling uh, over the- yeah. like in their in the um like uh in their like live performance like you know how like on February 4th the actual like live performance was revealed before like the music yes. video and stuff so like that performance oh my god that performance itself was so good honestly I didn't think they needed any changes like they could go on there just like take the drum kit and start playing and they can automatically just like yeah. win the final I posted on tumblr recently I said you know I can't imagine not being a Eurovision fan and I put a gif uh, or a gif or whatever of that performance before they released the music video and I said because if you aren't watching Boyan I don't know if that's how you pronounce it I'm American kill me but um if you're not watching him stare seductively into the camera for three minutes what are you doing (laughs) like what are you doing I don't I don't understand. I mean, I was literally, when the song came out, I was at some, like, event that I really wanted to go to for forever, and I just dropped everything and pulled my phone out and listened to it, and it's just, oh my gosh, it's so good. 
honestly yeah like um um I had like a pretty bad Eurovision weekend like when the song came out like uh I know that was the time when like uh the late show um Melody Melody Grand Prix and Benidorm was all happening on that weekend um, yeah. And my favorites of like, I wanted like Connolly, um, Uriki, and uh, Agony to win, and none of them won. So I was like in a super bad mood. And I was like, okay. So I saw like Joker out release the song. I didn't have very high expectations. That That's not like really, I wouldn't blame myself for that because of what happened last year. But even though I did yeah. really like the song, but I was like, okay, I'm going into this. I'm like, is this going to be like a, like, um, like, is this going to be just, like, another boring rock song? I was like, oh, my God, it's not. I love this. And then yes. uh, and then I, like, looked at the comments. I was like, because like, usually I like to look at the comments before the song. is like, that's my, like, toxic trait. Like, I'm just, like, looking at the comments. Yeah. <laughs> I even listen to the song. I'm just like, am I going to base this off of what the comments Because, like, all the comments when, like, the first song came out, like, they're like, oh, yeah, this is just kind of mid. I was like, what are you talking about? Do you know what the hell you're talking about? <laughs> like, do you know? Literally. Like, I am now like a diehard like Joggerout fan. Like love them so much. Like um yeah. I feel like um they might either win or come second in the semi. It's just really between them and Austria. They have no other competition. Yeah, that's where my votes are going. I'm gonna tell you right now that they're all going to Slovenia. Yeah, like I'm splitting my votes equally because I like I love like I love both Tan Selena and Joker out like with yeah full heart like honestly like I'll have um, to give some to Austria <laughs> see like the thing is though because like there's like artists that are like big in the Eurovision world like like Lorene but the thing is Lorene is so popular that she doesn't always have like the like that's one-to-one connections with people that like I'm not like saying like a uh, Joker is like less big than Lorene but like yeah but like, yeah they're huge in Slovenia and they still yeah. make the time they, but they to... still make time to like like they like um like they're like I had like a conversation one like uh one yeah. like and they like then they like to respond back to like fans and, like both them and Taez and Selena are like just both model representatives of just like people enjoying the Eurovision experience like I see yeah. what they're doing is living out the elements of their song in their Eurovision journey like they're seizing every day they're taking the best moments from every single day and they're making yes. it count like we want that we like we love to see that like yeah we love to see bands and solo artists just enjoying like them and like honestly that uh Joker out and Mae Muller have been like the two like most iconic just like people who have just been enjoying their journey so much like um we just love to see participants being happy to be at Eurovision like being excited because, like, honestly, you're right. Like, some artists do kind of take it for granted that they're at Eurovision. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to go and sing and just, like, participate. I hope nobody has that attitude because, like, that's not a good attitude to have. But, like... Um, yeah, I'm sure it's not, like, intentional. I'm sure sometimes yeah, it's, it's more like overwhelming. Yeah, but, like... um. I just love to see when like artists are happy to be there because it makes me happy to see other people happy and like um I'm just so glad that like Joker out is just like super happy to be there um I'm actually just like casually trying to go back to that like um to that like uh I know like they did like a Reddit AMA I missed it and I was like so late and I was so sad because I had a good (gasps) question and I sent it in but it was too late by that point um yeah um so it was uh it was um it was uh they were like super nice too when just answering questions um yeah i'm trying to find some like i'm trying to find some uh some uh of like the information about them so i can maybe provide some like some fun facts yeah i did um 
I did my, you know, our artist profile thing. I did Joker out. And they were so fun to, like, I stalk on the internet. Like, they're just, they're just cool. They're cool guys. And, like, to get a little personal, like, I, I used to see that, like, carpe diem everywhere. People say it. And, you know, I never thought much of it and then like the song came out and listened to the lyrics and at the time I don't know what I was feeling um obviously not great but yeah I was reading through the lyrics and I'm like I'm really not kind of living my life the way I'm supposed to I have all these great things all these great opportunities and sometimes I'm just you know not realizing it and it sounds so corny like when I'm saying it now but I mean it really is a song that changed my like perspective on how I um choose to spend my time and what I choose to value in my own life and I mean Joker out is at this point is all I listen to like some of my teachers asked me the other day because I always have my earbuds and they asked me what I was listening to and then I had to like explain like the Joker out like lore to them I know really I have to do the same it. thing like I I even started playing it in class because like we just like had like some time and it's like okay let me just play a song that's gonna get everyone happy and I was like oh Joker L like it was like right there right there and they just like shiny yeah letters. okay I do have a fun fact um uh the lyric uh eight uh eight hundred and ten thousand let moras de let uh I yeah. probably butchered that so badly, Slovenians. Please don't again. Two non-Europeans talk your vision. Yeah, we, we're, um, I I have no experience speaking Slovene before, so, um, um, so um, one person asked uh, why they chose that particular number of years, and then they responded back saying it's a random but extremely high number that symbolizes us being trapped in the system that doesn't let us breathe, and we have accepted the fact that we'll work for get, uh, forever without letting ourselves enjoy the actual beauties of life. That's really sad, but also yeah. it kind of gives an inspiration to people that we shouldn't be working our entire lives, and we should also try and have fun and enjoy like the beautiful elements of like our everyday. Um, because we we all we don't know when like uh um this is like about to get super dark but like we don't like yeah. we can't plan out our entire lives like we don't know like a start and stop point but like um yeah so like just appreciating everything that life gives us like being like a lot of gratitude I feel like the song is also a lot of gratitude as well like being grateful for the things that are yeah. in our own lives that just make us happy and make us like um make it and I feel like uh like this band is just like uh, it's a symbol for just like positivity and and like um and the realism of positivity as well yeah they practice what they preach definitely in carpe diem and I don't know if you've heard the English version yet um but when you're reading the like the translated lyrics online you know I always try and find one really good quote that I could probably put in my Instagram bio but you know I'm reading the translation lyrics. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. But then the English version came out and it was different than, you know, any of the translations I'd ever seen. And that last, there's this one part kind of at the end. Um, oh, what's it like? Uh, what does it say? I can't remember. 
but I re- I was listening to it. I was in school, and I just like I just stopped, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, I like the English version so of the good. song, but like also because it's like transliterated instead of like just like translated. Yeah, sometimes words are changed between languages, and they have different meanings. So there's no exact literal translation for certain Slovene words. Yeah. Um. So that's probably why it did sound a little bit different from the Slovene to English version. Honestly, I didn't love. Okay, like hot take again. I didn't love the English version of Carpe Diem. Yeah, the beginning. Like, I want is... them to sing in Slovene. Yeah. Like it would make me. More they happy. are. I, yeah, they said they are going to perform it. That's good. Um, you know, yeah. in Slovene, like, but yeah. Yeah, I, I remember can't what sing it along said to now. it, but like I can't <laughs> sing along to I can't sing along to the song, but I'll just like do like that. Ah, ah, part uh, I've been learning. I've been learning the words. Trust me. Yeah, I feel like but, when we're okay. really dedicated to a song, we'll learn all the lyrics and like sing along to it just so we can like feel more connected to the artist while they're singing yeah. it. Yeah. And they will and, be um, bringing back. Sorry, uh, will we? Uh, they will be bringing oh, back good. the uh eye contact on camera. Like oh yes so we will see Jan <laughs> winking in the in the performance we will see it oh my lord that's that's one of the best parts honestly but I remember what it said it said it's right at the end at like the, kind of the climax part it says uh because we're only fully alive this moment in time and I just like uh, I just stopped I was like holy crap like I'm sure on any other day with any other person that wouldn't really mean much, but that hit me so yeah. hard. And I'm like, is is there anything that these guys literally cannot do? And I'm at the point where like my entire iPhone like widget layout is like dedicated to them. Um, I just I love them, and I got the homemade merch. Obviously, I got to put my talents to good use somewhere. But and, I don't um, know. Like, they just become so popular that I think they've sold out, like, an entire massive arena without even, like, with, like, so much in advance. I think it's just because of how popular their song is becoming that people are just like, okay, we want to just go see them for, like, other songs, too, now. Yeah, and I mean... Like, I could watch a full two-hour concert of just them playing. Okay, that would sound, like, really... Okay, like, that sounds, like, really awkward, but, like, them just playing Carpe Diem for two hours, I For two hours? Yeah. But like I I like some of their other songs too. Like I I didn't listen to everything, but there's some other ones that like, um, like I know you said like you were a fan of Joker out before they came into just, your- yeah just right before like like before yeah. the song or before they were announced. But it was before the song came out. But it was like literally twenty minutes after they were announced. <laughs> it's never too late to be a fan. No, never. Yeah, there was like a song called like um there was um I, I can't pronounce this uh Umizan Miss Miss Oh yeah. 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 That one. <laughs> I know then, what you're talking about. That's good. Uh then like uh there's like a lot of like good songs off of their most recent album. Yes. Like uh Demoni. Yeah. If y'all wanna listen to that, Katrina is my favorite one on there. I have a t shirt with that I painted the lyrics. On yeah, there and I, I wear it quite often. I'm gonna listen to it after this. I, I um I'm really um they do seem like a really really talented band. Like um more often than not, like I I'm like song um like uh it is a few artists uh first time. Like we always have a few artists that have never released music before. Um, yeah, which is great. Like good for you for your releasing your debut. Like I know like this is Alessandra's first time 
uh, releasing like a song. So Queen of Kings is like her debut. But like, yeah, Girl has a stacked dis- discography full of like really good like hits. Like, um, maybe like mainstream American or like or like where like where we are may not understand it, but like sometimes we don't need to understand the words to enjoy a song yes and that's what turns so many people off to a lot of really good eurovision songs because they're like well the song's good but i can't understand what they're saying and i'm like and learn the lyrics if you really yes it's not hard just like go on google and just like or go on like that genius website or like the or go on eurovision world and just like go click on the like the english translation and then just compare the lyrics so that way you can just yeah and you don't have to know all the words but i do because um you know i'm weird like that but i mean as just get a sense of what the song's about and then you'll enjoy it 15 times i enjoy songs that aren't in english more than songs that are in english because sometimes I can just make it you know be about whatever I want like but not carpe diem I think the message is gonna stay for I'm not gonna try and turn it into anything else it's just it's uplifting it it really is yeah it's like it's 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 amazing honestly like I don't know how much more I can talk about the song without just like repeating what I've said I know (laughs) Like, we just love Joker out so much. Like, um, Joker out, if you're seeing this, we we love you. <laughs> um, I love them. I'm in love with them. It, it's all, it, it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, um, what, what a way to end off, like, a great episode yeah. like, with an amazing band that's just going to blow off the roof of Eurovision. Yeah, like, they are the standard, honestly. They're the yeah. standard for... They are like they should be above indie like, bands and yeah, they're above average by far. Like yeah. amazing. Like honestly, like I, I even been cried listening to the song. Like I've cried. I've like I've been yes. happy. I've been dancing. I've been like, <laughs> oh my god, how did they do this? Like, like a whole. Range I cried of... with the English person. <laughs> I feel like I need to listen to that English version again to feel, like grasp it more. I feel like just like the first time I was like, it sounds just like like a translated version. But maybe it's like because I haven't like heard the entire thing over and over again. So maybe living giving it another good listen would be beneficial. Yeah, it really hits. Um, like the way it hits for you know native, you know, Slovenian like speakers. Um, the way it probably hit for them, like that English version, like it struck me like dead in my tracks. I was like, holy crap! Yeah. yeah. That's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, I I I think that's all I have to say about Slovenia. We just uh we, yeah. we love you joker out. Just, just oh like, my um, god. Yes, they go vote joker out. Everybody go vote joker out. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Joker out. Please do an interview with us. Hashtag, uh, yeah, we we would love to do an interview with Joker out. Oh my God, that would yeah. be like the coolest thing ever. I was talking uh, to someone about it and they're like, you know, I feel like you have enough poise not to like fangirl if this happens. And I'm like, you'd be surprised. I fangirl instantly. Uh, like, <laughs> It would make my like entire life, I think. I could just die after that because nothing would get, nothing would get, as good as <laughs> yeah 
uh yeah if, uh joker if by any chance you are listening uh we wish you best of luck this year yes uh, we know you're gonna do amazing we're we're cheering you on from 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 north america north america <laughs> yeah um yeah just know that we we um that you're just gonna like kill it on stage and yeah um really Amen. good luck to slovenia um and yeah that was a great way to close off today's episode i know i'm happy like so, on a good note yeah uh we thank you all for listening today to today's episode uh thank you uh ali for uh joining me today it was so nice having you yes of course this was so much fun and yeah, so we hope you enjoyed listening to our uh, song reviews and discussion. And um, if you're interested in seeing some more amazing Eurovision content, head on over to at the Deuce Plant on Instagram. That is at the Deuce Plant on Instagram. Uh, we hope you all have an amazing day and we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.